BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, the creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and joining me today is regular Taylor Strecker show co-host and dear friend of mine, Joey Scladani. Hey, boy, hey. Hey, girl, hey. I have not gotten Katy Perry's waking up in Vegas out of my head since returning from my red eye the other day, and I'm still not caught up on stage. Okay, so in true Vegas form, Joey and I are home now, completely depleted and, like, deranged and just beyond. I'm like, my soul is not in my body. Do you know what I'm saying? Give everyone a visual. Taylor is in a high bun, and I'm assuming pajamas. Sorry if those are not. You got it. You got it. You <laughs> and it's just some like cute shirt situation. Uh, I look like my hair was done by a lawnmower. <laughs> so uh, it's not the We're cutest. Rough. We're rough. So anyway, um, for those who listen to the Taylor Strucker show, you uh, we've been going on this journey for a while now. Um, but for those of you who don't know, I just got back from a long, long, long trip in long. Vegas. And Joey was also there. We we crossed paths, if you will. I, I couldn't even say that it's Joey's fault that I was in Vegas for a week. But um, so I figured Joey could come here on the podcast with me and we could recap all the debauchery, our takeaway from Vegas. I feel like Vegas is a very interesting, an, an, an interesting place. People are either like, I love Vegas or like, mm-hmm. ew, Vegas, depressing. People will still go, but they'll always have just like a bad, disgusting, yes. degenerate memories from Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We'll not hear on this podcast. This no, it, it ends up on a podcast or it goes on Instagram, or at least in <laughs> our world. <laughs> Literally. So um, I've always been, I've always been one to absolutely loathe Vegas. How about mm-hmm. you? Um, I, I, I always say small doses with Vegas. After 48 hours, I say it's the best day and the worst day when you have to leave. The best day because it's, it's it's time to go. <laughs> time yeah. to say goodbye, Sarah Brightman, Andrea Bocelli version is what I am <laughs> singing on the plane. Um, and both parts, by the way. But uh, there is also, no other way, darling. Yeah, there's no other way. And but also sad because 
it is so much an adult uh, playground and you're just thinking, cool, the real world will be here before I know it. So. I'm trying to think of like all of my trips. So I came back from this trip with Ve- from Vegas with like a totally different Vegas perspective. So here's the deal. I'm sure a lot of people are like, why were you there for a week? That's disgusting. Do you have a gambling problem <laughs> after this trip? Potentially. Yes, potentially I do. So basically what happened was I was going to a wedding in Kansas City, Missouri for, for my best friend since childhood. And my wife, my wife, Taylor, was supposed to come with me, but she had to go to some convention some nerd convention as i call it mm-hmm. i don't understand her job she's in tech i it's a startup i do not get it ces something to the effect of that sounds like a techie oh, type of a thing I that happens in january d dva i'm making <laughs> i'm just throwing out letters acronyms if you will i i, I truly don't know TNT, whatever. TNT. So, TNT. So, she was supposed to go to the TNT convention, and she um, it got canceled because of the Delta variant. So, mm. so she was no longer going. But I had already booked. So the plan was I was gonna go to the wedding. She was gonna go to the TNT convention, and then we I was gonna meet her in Vegas. Because when your company is paying for you to be in Vegas for a few nights, why don't I just come? I'll work, and then we'll get like I don't know a few days of play in there and head home on a Saturday. Whatevskis. That was the plan. Well, Joey Skladani and I are recording for the Taylor Schrecker show, and he's all, I'm going to be in Vegas these days. And I was like, oh, my God, samesy, samesy. And so I said, for what? And you said... For Chris Kirkpatrick's 50th birthday party. Now, tell everybody how the how you're invited to this yeah. birthday party. Yeah, so... And for those of my, you who don't know, um, Chris Kirkpatrick was in the part band. Of you, might, sync. you might have heard of it. sync. yes. And yeah, actually responsible for creating sync. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Yeah, uh, I think the story, sorry, Chris, if I have this wrong, was no. he was supposed to be part of Backstreet Boys. And, shut up! Uh, yeah, he did not make the cut for Backstreet so and he was living in Orlando living in Orlando at the time and then was given the funding to find four other guys to create a new band and that's how he found Justin and JC through Mickey Mouse Club because they were local and then I think Joey was uh, I don't know the story. The NSYNC fans are going to scream at me. I don't, I don't know Joey's story, but I think Lance was a casting call in a mall. <laughs> so, I'm dead, literally. Like Chris is the oldest member and basically was the mastermind, I believe, when it comes to the band. Okay, Older P. Diddy making the band, or was it P. Diddy? Yeah, Puff Diddy. Oh, that was P. Diddy, mate. Yeah, Yeah, with Aubrey. We in the car. We are slow. (laughs) That's my favorite song that I don't know the lyrics to. Wait, (laughs) I forgot that song, and I need to go on Spotify right now. Showstopping. You're welcome, everybody. That's an anthem. That's an Uh, earworm for sure. That's going to be in everybody's head for the rest of the day. (laughs) So, wait, so how do you know all this inside intel on Chris and in sync? So my cousin, Carly, married Chris Kirkpatrick mm-hmm. from his egg. So Chris is part of the fam. I love he's, saying that, you know, just. Uh, <laughs> he's so great. Your cousin Carly is so great. For, I, honestly, I like need to have Carly on and Chris. And yes. like, I want to, but I want them on separately because I want, and I, I mean, obviously I want to talk about NSYNC and all the things with Chris, but yeah. like with Carly, like what was it? And I kind of talked to her at the party, but it's like, what was it like to like, be dating a guy in like the biggest boy band or like the top like I feel like 
Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were tied for first. Is that right or is that wrong? No, totally. I don't know from an album sales standpoint, right. but I think, yeah, I mean, those were it. I remember <laughs> this little gay boy was in the car listening to the radio and <laughs> it was like an NSYNC song and then a Backstreet song. And I have a vivid memory of saying to my mom and my sister, well, I just can't choose which one I like better. So I'm going to say I'm fans of both. Meanwhile, my mom's like sitting in the front seat holding the steering wheel of steering. She's like, oh my God. God, I totally have a gay son. Totally have a gay son. He's, he's seriously contemplating it's a Sophie's Choice situation here with Instinct and Backstreet Boys. Um, but I could never make up my mind. Did I lean more in sync? For sure. Um, but I don't know in terms of popularity who actually, but yeah, those are the, those are the it guys. Yes. With Spice Girls being the it girl band, I would say. Totally, totally. But I want to pick her brain about like, what was that like to like date? I mean, it's it's uh, huge huge like that's every girl you know what that's like the american version of the shit that kate middleton's mom made her do you know it's like you will marry a prince in america it's like you will find a successful (laughs) boy band pop star but like carly is so cool and down to earth so it's like so cool i need to really like do a deep dive into their relationship because she really had the she had a fairy tale Jay and I were talking about this. But it's so not stereotypical. Like, Carly is so the opposite. Carly was a huge college athlete, like, was the most insane soccer player. She comes from, so I come from a big football family, if people don't know. My uncle played in the NFL. I didn't know this. My dad had a tryout with the Seals. Yeah, Carly's dad played in the NFL. He was one of the best punters at Ohio State. All four girls, because their dad was a punter, got soccer scholarships to different colleges. They obviously inherited the foot. Wow. Yeah. So they had their own paths. Carly was doing marketing for Orlando Magic. That's how they met. She was in Orlando. Um, There you go. But she was never one to like seek out fame or, which Uh -uh. is, you you know, you see a lot of these women who are, you know, attached to these superstars and you can tell deep down inside they wanted the attention. They wanted the lifestyle. Yes. She was just a cool chick who liked to party and honestly, I think she turned Chris down. She did. Because we were talking about at the party and she was saying how she was like I was I got I would got like a little bit of the background. Yeah. Um because Tay and I were talking about cuz Tay is one of those women. <laughs> <laughs> but she just happens to be a lesbian and there's not a ton of super famous lesbian pop stars for her yeah. to glom onto. So and that's how yeah, her and Ellen I got is taken also. Sorry Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Tay is one of the biggest fangirls I've ever met in my entire life. Like yeah. she really is. She dies for celebrity, especially boy band. I mean, yeah. I took her to an um, LFO concert. Okay. Like and rest yeah. in peace. Cause two of the band members are no longer of this yeah. earth. But um, when we went, it was two, it was, I think Rich had passed away mm-hmm. and it was uh, the two other bandmates. And like, they had come into Sirius for like something and they were like, oh, if you want to come, we're going to be playing at this like super small theater. And I was like, eh. And I told Tane, she was like, we're going! <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, I this is one of the first time I learned that I was dating a loser. And so then <laughs> or she... Or a straight girl. <laughs> who's 12. So I was like, okay. And then in Time Machine. So I was like, do you want to go? And she's like, yeah, I want to go. So we go and it's like, 
it's a sad turnout. I'm not going to lie. It's not super mm-hmm. packed. It was at the Gramercy Theater, and it was just kind of like, and they were like doing a ton of cover songs. So I think they only had one album, you know? Yeah. Um, Tay cried the entire time. <laughs> and was screaming, like, losing her mind. And then we got to go backstage, and I swear to God, I was like, if I leave her, she might blow them. Like, that's where we were. (laughs) (laughs) She would love what I'm going to next week because that's what... Chris is hosting all of these reunion tours. He's literally just the MC, and he goes on tour with Mark McGrath, I believe is his co-host. Oh, my God. And it's literally just, like, members of NSYNC... Or members of Backstreet Boys, O-Town, LFO, and they all just do throwback hits. She needs to go to that. She'll I mean, please, Joey, don't tell her about I know. it. We don't she'll, need her to give out any free blowjobs backstage after the show. She's like such a fangirl. So anyway, so that gets us to this point. So um, Tay's trip gets, so Joey and I are talking about Vegas and he's like, I'm going to my cousin, Chris's 50th birthday party. You might know him from NSYNC. And I was like, oh my God. So Joey, a while back, you and I did something that you were emceeing. It was like a remote thing during COVID or or during the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? COVID. I guess that's the word. Um, That would be the word. I I was looking... it doesn't matter, Taylor. <laughs> the pandemic. That was the word. It just has a softer yeah. touch. Okay. So during the pandemic and you, um, Chris was on it with me, right? Yes. And what was that for? I can't remember. My, uh, just my book. Oh, just that small <laughs> that thing. old thing. No, yeah. I was supposed to go on a book tour with William Sonoma right. and yes. everything was canceled. It was a 10 city tour. And um, yeah, so we did a virtual book event and we That's had Taylor, for. we had Chris, we had comedian Emma Willman. And yeah. We had Miss Juicy from Little Women Atlanta, which I like died, was resurrected, came back from the dead, died again, and I'm here. Wait, wait. So So here's my question, though. So we did another remote during the pandemic for also William Sonoma's coming out day, right? I'm not wrong. We did with Lance Bass. Right. Okay. Thank you. And Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race. Exactly. I was like, I feel like I'm going crazy. And Emma Will was on the one, too. You've been my William Sonoma girl. <laughs> girl, I still need to get my bread basket thing in Majigger. I forgot. <laughs> Shit. It's, it's long air, past. It's an air fryer. I, it's not a bread basket. It's an air fryer, but I forgot. Oh, whoops. Oh, Classic girl. Taylor. I'm now, sure I'll still send it to you. This too has passed. Well, whatever. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that another time. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so when I was on that remote with Chris, Tay was standing Behind, my Tay was standing behind the computer. She peeked her head around. And I think she said hi. And then for the duration of the live that we did, or you know, the your virtual book tour, she stood behind the computer and she cried. She cried. I love it. So when you said I'm going to be in Vegas the same time that you guys are supposed to be in Vegas on a Saturday night, because we were supposed to be flying out that Saturday, you Which, said don't. Why? I said even if this was happening or not, you should not be flying out of Vegas on a Saturday. It's the most fun well, day. Well, because at that point she was like. I will have been in Vegas working for X amount of time. I want to come home and chill. So, but then, you know, Joey was like, well, it's going to be Chris's 50th birthday. And so I told Tay, and so she started to scream and cry and turned into a 12 year old girl and became straight and wanted to give blowjobs, the whole shebang. And so (laughs) I was like, okay, this is, this is what you do when you're married, right? You do like, I I, I love her. We do this. We, this is like the most special thing in the world. We're going to make it happen. So we decided to stay. And then a week later we found out that, 
um, her trip got canceled for work, which meant she could come to the wedding with me, which was great. But then it was like, well, now the hotel's not free. What's the fucking point? I don't even like Vegas. Mm-hmm. We're not going. And Tay was like, had an adult tantrum and was like, if we don't go, I'm never talk to you again. It's his birthday. And I was like, okay, wow. crazy. She so, sounded like that. I would be like, here's the divorce papers. <laughs> so, I mean, it really wasn't like that. I am exaggerating. That was me. Sure. <laughs> just covering up for your wife now. I know, no. She was just like, she doesn't even have to say anything. Happy wife, happy life. I love her. I'm like, it's really gross. Don't tell anybody. This, I'm so obsessed with her. Like, I, it makes my I am the Grinch, and my heart just groweth like in five times in size for her. You it have was, no idea. I left the weekend wanting to fully be a lesbian and be a part <laughs> of your guys' relationship. <laughs> I was like, it's can I seriously just be part of this thruple that I'm going to create? Yeah, we'll adopt you. You can be our baby. Okay, thanks. Because then I can skip like having to like I don't know raise you, and you can just be our baby. How's that sound? Um. Okay. <laughs> I'll wipe your butt. Yes. (laughs) Sold. So anyway, so she she was just like, I really want to go. And I could just tell that missing this, like this is the coolest thing in the world to her. And it's like, how can I be in a position through my friendship with you? And like, we're like, listen, we haven't gone on a honeymoon. For our, since our wedding. And I was like very, and you know, I mean, we can only afford so many trips a year. So I was like, well, now that like your business, like work isn't paying for hotel room, like this is now an actual vacation. And in order to get like, I guess I have a flight from Kansas city to Vegas. And so like, there's like, I don't want to lose money on that. So it's like, but we're, bitch, we're going to fly out of Kansas City on a Monday night and we're going to fly back on a red eye on Monday from Vegas. That's a week. That's, yeah. you know what that is, hon? That's our fucking honeymoon. And For I sure. can, no, honestly, <laughs> I had the best time ever, but I still refuse to ever say that I went to Vegas for a week for my honeymoon. No, no, no. I'm not doing yeah. it. I would agree with you because the week wasn't entirely about you guys. Exactly. So you were getting work done. It's well, not yeah, like we you fully had worked these, from Vegas. Yeah. So, and also we weren't staying in like, I would feel like if, if you're going to go to Vegas for your honeymoon, then like you got to stay at the sickest suite and like do all the things yeah. we had. So we had incredible dinners, but like, yeah, we were like at the Venetian, no shade. Venetian, you're great. Tay has a little card now. So apparently we're staying there always. But like, I don't know. There's just like, it's just, it's, it's not honeymoon. I'm sorry. This is going to sound snobby. It's not honeymoon worthy. At least not the way that we approached it. Like we worked for three days when we were there. So like it wasn't quite a vacation. So basically we got there on a Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we both worked. And then we were off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, obviously. And then Monday we were supposed to both take off, but like we both kind of ended up working a little bit. Um, But I will say, okay, I'll say this. I thought I would be like running to the airport, like, get me out of here. And I, yes, I was in a fragile state when we left, but I will say we moved our flight. We, we stayed an extra night in Vegas. Oh, so I rather, know you did. So rather than leaving on Monday night. You fully said you figure, you were like, I think we want to move here. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'll deny to the day I die. I swear you said you must have been drunk. No, I said it. No, no, no. I I said it. I know I did. It was like. Y'all, I had the best time ever. 
suffer. So I talked about it on the Taylor Trucker show. I did like a recap with um, Liz Cully, who's our Tuesday co-host. And I got a DM from Lister that said that I should work for the tourism board. You from should. Las Vegas. I'm telling you guys, I am a total convert. So here's the thing. So I want to hear, I would like to thank... Joey Scladani and Chris Kirkpatrick for why I like Vegas. No, I mean, so the party was so fun. It was so epic. I want to get into that because I wore a pink yeah. jumpsuit. And if you follow you me on Instagram, it. you know the pink jumpsuit vibe. But it caused quite the stir, Joey. I mean. Quite. Whoo! So we got to talk about that. Also, you had quite the date at the pool party the next day, which we didn't make to. So I want to talk about that as well. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, was it that fun? Well, no, I just, uh... It had a lot to do with me trying to turn straight people, yeah. call out straight people, <laughs> drink with straight people. I was I was a bit much for the senses. Okay, we'll get to that. But I will say I'd like to thank Joey Skladani. Carbone the restaurant, <laughs> Joe Stonecrab the restaurant, um, and my listener Lindsay for oh, literally yeah. converting me into the biggest Vegas stan on the face planet. I talked to my mom yesterday when we landed, and she was like, "So how was Vegas?" Like a little judgy because she like hates Vegas. My mom hates over drinking. She hates gambling, and she hates mm, sex. Wow, so she hates Vegas. every good time. Cool. Your mom sounds like a dream. She's actually so fun. I know. But like, there are, she, there, and I, I don't think she's alone. And I was like, oh, no wonder. She's like, so do you not hate Vegas anymore? And I was like, I was ashamed to admit to her that I did not, like, and become some degenerate. You're but like, like <laughs> I'm like, honestly, I was like, Mom, Vegas is the best. I had the best time yeah. ever. Like, our hotel room, we so, so we stayed at the Venetian. Joey stayed at the Palazzo. So we were like, um, hotel twins, because they're hotel connected. Hotel twins. <laughs> and I'll say this. Here's what I like about Vegas. I like that the hotels are cheap because it makes mm -hmm. it like more doable. Like, you know, I mean, you can stay for longer periods of time, which I guess you're not supposed to do in Vegas. But like, <laughs> so for me, that was good because when we have gone on any other trip, we usually stay at like a fancy hotel because I'm a snotty bitch and mm -hmm. you can only, you have to stay for less amount of time because it gets so damn expensive. So that, that I like about Vegas. What I don't like is that like the food, like downstairs in the casino is essentially like your bodega in New York City, right? That's where you get yeah. like your breakfast or like if you're not like every day is not like a big to do for every single meal. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I do like that about it. But it's like all I can say is the word airport. Yeah, it has I had Panda Express my last night. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going into my mouth exactly. that they're calling chow mein? Exactly. <laughs> and then even like when you go downstairs to get like waters, they're like it's like airport prices and airport food quality. Yeah. If you're not going out to a baller restaurant, that's what you're getting. You're getting like bad airport Sparrow food. But Vegas tip number one, go to the CVS that is most likely in front of your hotel Literally. and buy gallons of water, which is what yep. I did. And, and little snacksy poos, like yes. a little Pringle can, yep. um, some Red Bulls, so and then don't try to not to hit the weight in your mini bar that's going to charge you. <laughs> like a $30 burrito. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like ridiculous. Insane. So that I was like not the biggest fan of, but I was in the hotel rooms are inexpensive and Big. I mean, big, big. Like we had a huge, our bathroom was double sinks, bathtub outside of the shower situation. That's what like, is amazing about the Venetian and the Plato is every single room is a suite. So you are guaranteed space. And guaranteed. what I love about those hotels is that 
I've been in a million hotels in Vegas. I want to say the Venetian plots are some of the most soundproofed. It you was do so not good. hear the people next to you. It, which was so good because I was recording all day and I'm like, our neighbors mm-hmm. are going to be like losing their minds over this because I'm loud as fuck. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I couldn't hear anything. It's unbelievable. So I will, I will say they get snaps on that. Also, their casino, at least the Palazzo, y'all, y'all had a nice casino. Our casino is for the dregs of society, which I like. Yeah. Because yeah. I need to feel superior in order to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. So but I sit down and I'm like, well, let's sit at that table. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than yeah, you. I'm better you than you. you think that. And then they pull out the like That's $500 chip because yeah. they're secretly like Joe Millionaire and <laughs> truly. Own, can, could own you, even Truly. though they're wearing their Tiva sandals or whatever that you talk and about all one, the time. Their, and their one tooth is, you know, still <laughs> intact. But it's held up by a diamond. <laughs> you don't realize it. What a visual. <laughs> what a visual. Oh, man. So anyway, so, but we, Tay and I did really well gambling there. I lost my fucking shirt at Aria. That casino s- destroyed my soul. Had I never played the Aria, I would be, I would be flying high on Vegas wins. I also do want to say this. Now this does make me sound like a, a degenerate gambler. And Tay is, <laughs> Tay loves blackjack. Like, during the pandemic when we were in quarantine it was just me and her we would stay up to like three or four in the morning playing one-on-one blackjack and getting in massive fights because she would always win and take all my money she would literally take my money i was like what are you doing so anyway so i'm like she's good i'm fine but like she she worries me a little bit with the gambling just a little bit like i like there were definitely nights where i was like i'm going to bed and she was like i will be up in a little bit and i was like like roll over like two thirty and be like are you okay and she'd come home she's like i'm up a thousand dollars and i was like just let's keep it that way yeah, so anyway <laughs> but i will say this like so tay and i got to go okay so we worked and we played a little bit and then like once wednesday hit like we started to go like to the good restaurant so carbone is a fucking awesome restaurant if you can get in and you're in Vegas, go. They have one in New York, which is awesome. They opened one in Miami, which I have yet to go to. But I loved the one in Vegas because it was just, I, I kept saying, I felt like I was in the movie Casino. Like, I felt like Sharon Stone, a chubby brunette Sharon Stone. It just, it's like old school Italian and like the food's good and the wait staff is like pro beyond. And it's just like the space is gorgeous. They have the blue room in the front, which is very cool. We sat there one night and then they have the red room, which you sat in twice because yes, Tay and I went to Carbone three times. Oh my goodness. I know. And then Joe Stone Crab, which is my favorite thing in Miami. And Tay and I mm-hmm. usually go to Miami like in the off season. So I don't have to see my ex-in-laws. And, um, and basically... Um, the Joe's is the, the season is not, doesn't happen in the summer. So every time we go to Miami, we never get to go to Joe's. So I, I am like so many years been jonesing for Joe's and I had no idea it was in Vegas. Yeah. So we went there, but like, so already we're like going to these fabulous fucking dinners, but they're expensive AF. They oh, really yeah. are. So, I mean, not more expensive than other, you know, states, but they're, they're just, they're just expensive restaurants overall. Mm-hmm. But I will say in no, on no other vacation, like when we're in Miami and we're going to these like fancy restaurants every single night on no other vacation, but Vegas, do you have the hope, the hope of being like, 
I might I might take a hundred dollars out tonight, and I might gamble, and I might be able to wipe this dinner free. Totally, clean. yeah. I did that and my did. very first time gambling in Atlantic City. I paid for my hotel, yeah, and yeah. I I left just with the biggest smile on my face Me because too. I ew, and I think I was staying at a Trump. <laughs> That was not, yeah, I was not, uh, you know, it was way back when, but it, yeah, paid for my hotel room and was so happy. It was like no, the I, best feeling in the whole world. I also realized you can go there, spend all this money in your hotel, and then also like walk away with thousands of dollars that you lost at a casino. I'm aware yeah, of that. I that. like to think I play smart, which makes me sound like a gambling addict, but like I'm, no. I'm like, a, I'm a chip scooper. So like while yes. I'm playing, I'll just keep scooping the chips. Even Tay said to me, she said, I do so much better financially when you're next to me because I'm scared that you're going to judge me and yell at me if I lose money. So I, I like, I, she stops when she probably wouldn't stop if I wasn't there. So mm-hmm. I'm just doing the Lord's work over here in Vegas, yeah, you know? you are. Father, but, Son, Holy Spirit. But that was, <laughs> like, that was a thing for me. I was like, okay, this is like, that's crazy that we could have an expensive ass dinner and then the next day I could actually win it back. So essentially it's a free dinner. Like, are Fine. you kidding me? Fun and concept. then the shows, <laughs> hunting, oh, yeah. the shows, we saw... <laughs> Lady Gaga, Gaga on Wednesday, and then we saw Chris Angel, which everybody should miss and not go to. He is such a weirdo. He was saying the creepiest jokes, and also he was saying things that I would not repeat, like because I feel like I would get canceled from repeating them. Like, That's what does he do? I, none of this stuff is real, right? <laughs> I feel like I buy the mind freak shit he does on TV more than yeah. I bought it on stage. If that makes sense. Does he levitate still and all that? Jazz? Oh, he totally levitates, but it's not real, right? People don't levitate. I don't know. No, honestly, he's the devil is in his soul. There's no question. Literally. Yeah. It's, it's not for church going folk, but Oh my God. Tay went up on stage when we got there. Oh, remember? Yeah. This is evidence of her fangirl dumb. She's so gorgeous. She is so smart. She is so cool. She really is. She's all of these things, but on the inside is like a is like an eleven year old girl <laughs> who wants attention at a Broadway show. It's so bizarre. <laughs> so we go to Chris Angel. We can blame it a little bit on the alcohol, but we weren't that lit. And she was like, there. They would like said, hey, everybody, come on stage. And it's like that's me. Like, go get another drink. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Get popcorn. Whatever. And totally. they're like, if you want to try on Chris Angel's straight jacket, he's gonna be wearing it tonight. So like all these nerds, dweebs, dorks, a lot of them children <laughs> go up on stage to try on the jacket and Tazel, I'm going. Oh my God. I you're said, like, this is not Comic Con. <laughs> you're doing what? She stood in line and I videotaped her and shamed her. I heckled her and I trolled her the whole time. And when she got back, she was like, I'm embarrassed. That wasn't worth it. I wish I never did that. Wait, that's all she did was just try on a straight jacket? And they took a picture of her with like... Stop. Like, yeah, so like, you know how every magician has like his like, has like lead girl? Like she's sexy. Yeah. She, but like every, like Chris Angel's like rocking around. Uh, he is a tortured rock star inside of a magician's body. <laughs> truly. And oh so my God. his like... I don't know, right-hand lady was, like, sick body, tall, thin, blonde, but, like, with, like, a, like, a, like, really intense, like, a blowback, mul- not mullet, like, um, 
What's a it blowout? called? Like a, well, not like, this is a honey. This is a blowout like on steroids. No, it was almost like a mohawk situation going oh, on. Oh, okay. And so everybody would come up and she would like put them in the straight jacket and then she would like do like the, oh, God. what's You're this like, called? Keep the, the chains ro- on, keep the buckles on and just take her away. I cannot deal with her if she comes back to the audience with me. <laughs> no, like I was like, I don't know you. Who are you? I have never met you before. So anyway, so, um, so we did that. And then after that, we went to RuPaul's Drag Race, which was if you guys are in Vegas so and you can go, it's affordable. It's in the Flamingo, which is, uh, I might have might have seen people, in my opinion, doing meth in the bathroom. Oh, but I'm the, sure. Try not to go to the bathroom at the Flamingo. But, the, <laughs> but like the theater for the show is awesome. It's like old school banquettes and every, every seat's good. And the show is phenomenal. Like five star review across the board. It's so fucking good. But like, I was like, okay. And then the final component to why... I love Vegas so much was I got to meet one of my listeners, Lindsay, and her and her husband go back like every six weeks. They go to Vegas all the time. They're high rollers, which if you don't know what that means, what does that mean? Because I, I, I was like, spend a lot of cash, you know, I was like, on, are you on guys games. high rollers? And they were like, we don't use that word. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so you are. That's amazing. That's amazing. They're, they're not at the $25 tables, folks. They're probably uh, at the like. No. Every hand's a thousand dollars. So they're high rollers, and it's her and her husband, and they go all the time, and they are like the most fun people. So Lindsay invited me and Tay to go to Gaga. She had tickets, and I just I'm assuming she had extra tickets. But like when you're a high roller, you get shit comped left and right. Oh, so yeah. like yeah, so like they're going around in like the hotel limo and they get mm-hmm. tickets to these shows and they get you know these fabulous dinners that i'm assuming are a part of the i'm not sure but, I'm but sure. like they get like the best reservations and it's just like decadence all around and like free drinks but like in the really cool bar like it mm-hmm. was so dope and so the first night i met her i like you know when you meet somebody and you're instantly like oh like this I'm going to fuck with this person legit. for the rest of my yep. life. Yes. Yep. Um, and that was Lindsay. And then we got to meet her husband the next day at brunch and he was like, Oh, so delicious. And so they showed us a side of Vegas that I never even knew existed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and she said to me, I, you've, I've listened to you for years and I've heard you shit on Vegas for years. And I said, if I could just get Taylor with me for like one night in Vegas, I could totally change her mind. And you did it. Mission accomplished. And it honestly, was- this whole trip changed my perception of Vegas too. Really? Yeah. I, I had such a blast. Usually it gives me too much anxiety and and I can't keep up because I want to go back to my hotel and take Metamucil and call it a (laughs) night by midnight, but I really enjoyed myself this trip. What do you think it was? Like, did they put something in the water? I was just going to say. Like, I like, I like Tay kept saying to me, I've never seen you this happy. And I was was like, so fun. You know what it is? I'm a degenerate. And when I'm around my fellow people, I'm like, I feel safe here. No, I'll say what it is. Cause there's definitely like sides of Vegas that can be sad, you know, like, mm-hmm. like you could just see like, it's like the casinos can be depressing and the them, women, yeah. like people like allegedly people have been known to sit in their chairs, like oh. and they're on a streak at like the, um, what is it called? Where you tap the button. I'm not a ga- I'm not a gambling addict officially. You hit the thing, the slots, the slots, slots. and like oh they tap the button, tap the bu- the tap the button machine. I like to tap the button machine. Um, literally, and they won't get up because they think they're on a hot streak, and mm-hmm. they'll tinkle and poo poo in their pants. 
I mean, I do that regularly as just a human, so that's why Vegas is, like, it for me. I'm with my people. I can shit myself in peace and win money at the same time. Someone told me that they were one time playing this game called Baccarat, okay? That's, like, yeah, it's, like, a high roller game. High, like, we're talking, like, thousands of dollars a hand. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy, and he was, like, on a crazy winning streak. It was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, and... Out of nowhere, he stood up from the table. He pulled his pants down. No, and ma'am. And his wife came over with the preparation age, Joey. I know you and no, I. No, ma'am. And she took it out and she wiped it on his ass. <laughs> and he pulled his pants up and he sat down and he cut for like finished playing a 70k hand honestly i admire the commitment Uh, that's love but if i were her i would have been like yeah this hand that is wiping the preparation h on your ass there better be a cartier love bracelet on it by the end of this (laughs) fucking night literally i was saying she must have been like i'm doing it for chanel i'm doing it for chanel gucci 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 Gucci." you gotta do it for chanel i would say that all the time every day in vegas if i had a high roller husband who was making me wipe his ass Chanel, Preparation age <laughs> on his hemorrhoids at the table. No uh, shame. I mean, what a great wife. <laughs> That's what I say. I say, find somebody who loves you enough to wipe preparation age yeah. on your ass in the middle of a high rolling hand. Happy so, hemorrhoids, happy wife. <laughs> husband, in this well, case. Well, husband too, but the wife when she gets her Chanel back. <laughs> I know, right? So anyway, so it is, like, there is crazy stuff. And yeah, people... Maybe, maybe not doing meth in the bathroom at the Flingham Hotel. I didn't but love that's it. that's fun, too. <laughs> that's another way to do Vegas. <laughs> See you in the bathroom. Let's do meth. <laughs> but, like, all the Vegas trips that I've been on have been, like, drunk and debauchery. And, like, there's been, like, drug elements that, like, really creep me out. And, like, I've always left Vegas, like, running and screaming, get me out of here. I never want to come back. Like, I, there was one time where... Oh my God, my, we, were, we were in college and like 18 of us drove down and like piled in probably the Flamingo into one hotel room and we like went out like with a big group and then a, half the group took Molly. I didn't because I was a scared nerd. And so then I became the babysitter of this girl who I didn't even like that much. She was like a friend of a friend and I'm like stuck oh with this like, like, you know, like eat out annoying girl and then like we end up like in a hotel room with these guys and we were just like gonna hang out with and drink with and the next thing I know she's like in the bathroom like having an orgy and I was like my Catholic praised Jesus (laughs) self was like losing my mind she finally (laughs) finished after the 12th guy or whatever and we like left and I was so I was livid I was so mad I was like because I couldn't leave her I couldn't leave but I wanted to run out of the room screaming and so when we got down she was so fucked up and when we got downstairs she was like I don't know where my purse is and I was like you don't know where your purse is and I was like did you leave it in the room in this labyrinth of a hotel and she's like like, yeah I, oh my god! And I was like, okay. Where so did we, you drop your coach wristlet? Honey, you know it was a coach wristlet. <laughs> you know it you was. You fucking know it was. And girl's so I was doing Molly and participating in a gangbang in Vegas. She's absolutely wearing her coach wristlet, not just because it's trashy, but because it's practical. It just sits <laughs> on your wrist, and then you know. But she lost it, so it probably wasn't a coach wristlet. <laughs> it was a crossbody. It was a crossbody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So I'm like, let's go to the front desk and like, we'll get your friend's name and we'll find his room. I don't know his name. I was like, oh, Christ. You don't know his name. 
<laughs> well, name another one that was in there with you. She couldn't. Mm. I was like, I was, I scolded her like a mom scolding a child. I was like, I was, I was not here for it. I left feeling so secondhand ickiness from that weekend. It was beyond. Yeah. And then I went with a bunch of my girlfriends from college one time and two of us were like sharing a bed and our other friend was in a bed with like a guy that she knew from work who invited us out there and like cut to like three in the morning. I get woken up and so does the, my friend laying next to me from just moaning Oh, Jesus. And sexing. And it's like, oh, God, what is Are happening? Are we just prudes? Are we just prudes, Taylor? We or is this prudes. unacceptable behavior? Because I find it unacceptable behavior. That's unacceptable. Do not have sex. And it was at the Venetian. So when, t- oh. when Tay was like, we're the Venetian, I was like, PTSD, PTSD. Oh, God. Oh, God. I can't go. Sex in the champagne room. No, no, no. I just no, don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I That's know. Like, I don't want to hear it. And you don't have to make yourself be heard yeah and next we were it was like two queens next to each other go in the bathroom yes anyway it was not my favorite time of my life so those (laughs) have been my past experiences in vegas so to go in and have this experience was like night and day like Mm -hmm. i just i mean i don't know what it was i don't know if it was something in the water i don't know if i'm just like really apparently just night with you because during the day you went into a cocoon (laughs) metamorphosized and then would meet us out as a butterfly (laughs) but i I just envisioned you remember when they had those caterpillar kits where they would turn into a chrysalis but sometimes they would fall from the top of it and turn into this just like black goo on the bottom like that's how no. vegas is you're the goo during the day if you're if you're like cocoon doesn't work out but at night you could morph into this beautiful butterfly and become your authentic self <laughs> become your authentic but during self. the day you're just goo because you <laughs> fell off the ceiling I was goo during the day <laughs> i mean listen tay and i worked three four days there and then and i wasn't feeling great because the wedding previous weekend kicked my ass so like the Mm -hmm. last thing I needed to do was go to Vegas and rage and then um and then we raged for like three nights four nights straight so come Sunday morning for the pool party Tay and I were like we slept all day and then we all we pretty much slept like all day Monday too like thank God I mean I don't blame you by Sunday my even at the pool party my pee was the color like you would be goldenrod I think would be the word to describe it you literally just look at yourself and you're thinking how are my vital organs supporting this thing that I call a body today yeah my body was like fuck so then my mind was like cool we're just gonna drink vodka red bulls yep because that Red Bull will keep you awake and Does then body good. you're eating Panda Express in bed at 10 p.m. <laughs> exactly. So, but I will say this about Vegas too. I felt like um, it was a judgment-free zone and I can't yes. fully explain it, but because Tay kept saying, why are you so happy? Because like, listen, I really don't love to gamble. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I'm such a cheap bitch. Losing money makes me so mad. I do love to eat and I don't care if it's expensive. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather spend $300 in a meal than lose $100 at the tables. Does that 1,000% agree. Yeah. So we got to eat great food, which I love. And I do like seeing shows. And also yeah. Tay and I don't live in Manhattan proper any longer yeah and yeah jersey, no kidding yeah, seriously <laughs> but jersey city is very close to the city but it's not like it's 
it takes a little bit more oomph and effort to get in. It does. And I just think that pre-pandemic when I was working, right, when I was working in the city, I was commuting in every single day. So I still felt like Manhattan because I was in there every single day. But now post-pandemic, and I don't have to go in there for the city for, for work, I'm like... Oh my God, like we don't go into the city that often. And that's why I think I loved Vegas because it kind of gave me New York City vibes. Like, yes, everything's open late. The restaurants are really, really it good. Is. But, the, but yeah. it's even better than New York City. Oh my God, no, I didn't say that. Oh, you did not say that. And I the podcast. And the I podcast. Did <laughs> take her New York City card away. You can't be the Statue of Liberty on your Patreon, <laughs> you traitor. Um, but I literally. Like, it's so fucking convenient. Everything is seven minutes away. Yeah. Everything. And I will say, I have discussed this too. As someone who suffers from IBS, it is a dream yes. because yes. there is a bathroom two minutes away. And yes. not just that, it's stall, It's like 20 stalls in a row. So yes. you can be literally hitting the walls with your crap and no one's hearing you, smelling you, and seeing you. It, it's amazing. You've got, you've got the privacy. You've got the floor to the ceiling doors. Yes, and the floor to ceiling doors. Oh, that's why. I love They're Europe. So I love the Florida clean. ceiling. Door. There's yeah. most of them. Not I will say this though. too. I think another reason why this was so great, the people we hung out with I know. really genuinely came from all walks of life. And that's yes. why I love Chris and Carly's friends because they're not these bougie, snooty, no. No. like celebrities that they could very well could be. Absolutely. They have, who are, who, so yeah. who's at the party? So so aside from Chris, it was, I, I do, did I see a Ryan Cabrera? Ryan Cabrera was there. Um, Well, that was the other thing, too. I think uh, we thought initially this was going to be this huge celebrity-filled party. But in reality, celebrities are still kind of nervous, I think, about being photographed at events and traveling. And so it would just be random people. Yeah, Ryan Cabrera. There was that one guy from 98 Degrees who was there at one point. Um, A big DJ from Miami. A Victoria's Secret model. Like, random people. But... The people down that, to earth, down, down to, to earth. earth. You just—that's what I think was so cool. It was people from all stages of Chris's life. Mm-hmm. You know, his costume designer from when he was young and just started the the band was still there. And now she's a big costume designer for every country artist in Nashville. Um, wow! It just her his original manager was there. Yep. You just see these people who you know, whether they it just at different stages of his life and some have buku bucks, others yeah. very just humble lives and everyone was amazing and got along and it, just the love and the joy. I don't know. Just, that I think what made, that's what made Vegas so great for me. Everyone just felt like it was their best version of them, their self. I zero agree. judgment. I said to Tay, Everybody fucking knew the assignment when they came to Vegas. And the assignment was party, have fun, be nice. People are so nice there. Yeah, I know. I know. A lot of them get paid to be nice. I understand. (laughs) But it's like, no, but it's it's, it's everyone. It's taxi drivers. It's people that work at the hotel. It's it's people that you're sitting down playing blackjack. Oh, my God. The drivers, I was going to say, my driver, I follow two of them now on Instagram because we just hit it off. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's really... Fuck you. Fuck Disney. This is the happiest place on yeah, earth. It's a little drunk, well, but... A, 
I think they're so grateful because during the pandemic, and listen, we're still part of a pandemic, so yes. I want to clarify that. But and when there was the masks everywhere, which was masks good. everywhere. Yeah. But when the strip shut down, it had the same eeriness as New York City when New York right. City shut down. So I just think people who live there are so grateful to see the city come back to life, and totally. people are traveling there again. And most, I would say, most are doing it safely. And um, I just, yeah, I think there's a happiness in the air that there's at least some sense of normal see that's been regained right. but yeah i will say though i didn't feel as optimistic and happy going to the pool party the next day <laughs> well hence us not showing up we weren't we weren't in the best frame of mind for a pool that, party but yeah, yeah. kind of brought me back to my insecure thinking i was in miami yeah. kind of happy i didn't travel for a year moment right <laughs> right right but i but yeah. I, so for the party, I ended up wearing pink jumpsuit, which if you oh, follow me on Instagram, fucking epic. It was such a journey to get to to get to wear that. But I like, don't know why, because it's so perfect for you. It's, uh, it's it's your personality. It's loud. It's bubbly, literally, because it looked like bubble gum. Yep. And bubble gum it pink. was just, and you looked fucking hot your waist really yeah i know but like listen from the front it was good from the back it was good but it was like i had spanks onto the high heavens and like i I felt like my from my profile was like not necessarily my favorite angle at that point like from like the side view but i had a big why because you had tiggle bitties and you just like a little bit like my fupa was you know she was she wanted to come party too girl i had a fupa too you did not <laughs> yes you i talk did about snatch you have a peach for a butt unbelievable <laughs> i actually had a friend of mine a gay man reach yeah. out to me and he was like who is that and, and i was like was that's he? my friend joey and he was like he is cute hook it up and i was like done and done Okay, what? I need the last six months worth of bank statements. I need to know. Oh, honey. (laughs) They're good. Let me tell you. Wait, wait, make this connection happen. I'm going to. I'll tell you. I don't don't know. Like, I feel like if I told you right now, he wouldn't give a shit that I told you and everybody listening. But, like, just in case he wants it to be private. Just in case. We'll take this offline. He's very (laughs) fuck. I mean, I am so. So here for this connection. Whoa! So here I am for it too. Apparently, you should be the <laughs> excited. But um, uh, no, but like jumpsuit. Where that's what you're talking about. The jumpsuit. No, but she you committed. were committed. She you, looked fabulous. Uh, you but, not have a fupa. But I said to Tay, but I went out and I was like, you know what? I'm. It's a little out of my comfort zone, but like I still feel like I'm like I'm living my best life. And yeah. then at the party, I felt like I felt pretty good about it. And then like as the night went on and people got more and more drunk, this like guy came over who's like really good friends with Chris apparently, and he was like basically impregnating me or trying to and I, and I was like honey I'm married and I'm also a lesbian yeah. but he was like could not he could not handle the Tay Tay he could not handle oh Pinky he could not both of you were literally the bells of the ball I know it was Chris's <laughs> party but everyone's like who are these hot lesbians um like I said I wanted to be part of it I how did they know we were so lesbians jealous. <laughs> I mean, y'all were kissing throughout. Oh, we it were. was very obvious. It's not like you were holding on to like a Home Depot like <laughs> hammer and had a cat and were wearing Birkenstocks and satisfying every lesbian stereotype. <laughs> it's not like you. <laughs> Sorry, kill me. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, we we had a time, but like I wasn't quite sure about pink jumpsuit because like 
it was a lot. And, um, but then at the end of the night, right, we were going to leave and we like left with Joey. And also, Joey, let me say, your sister, Sammy, is fucking uh, amazing. She's we're a obsessed. Gem. We're she's obsessed. A gem. So, um, so we were like heading out because we were just all so beat. And this girl came up to me and was like, oh my God, you can't leave. All the boys just got the courage to come over and talk to Pink Jumpsuit. And I was like, Pink Jumpsuit has to go to bed. But I was like, <laughs> I, like that was the validation I needed to yes. be like, I am buying this Pink Jumpsuit from Rent yes. the Runway. And oh my God, it was just, it was, it was, uh, it was magical. Vegas is magical. I don't Vegas know what else to say. Vegas is magical. Also, a side story that I just wanted to quickly say at the pool party, which was more magical yeah, for so me. It, let me say, did we uh, miss like everything and more no, at the pool party? You didn't. I mean, we it was bailed. weird because it was bail. at Marquee and at the Cosmopolitan, and to yeah. see Marquee during the day was pretty bizarre. All I've seen it, actually, I really hadn't seen it because I was intoxicated and it was late at night, and I was just staring at the girl dancers with really high ponytails being like, I want to be one of them last time I was there, because they're so fun. They wear <laughs> sunglasses so... and leotards on stage and whip their hair, and I'm like, that's <laughs> my dream job. I pinpointed <laughs> it. Um, but instead, they were these, like, probably culturally appropriating um, like Middle Eastern jasmine garbs. Yeah, <laughs> We're a little dancing. iffy, especially little these little times. Yeah. yeah, belly dancing and the like. Um, so I summoned them over and it was like, uh, you guys must be really sick of these ugly, gross, straight boys who are trying to hit on you and all you want to do is dance. So I got a really good picture with them. But another rando who showed up was Ashley Parker Angel from O-Town. Tay would have lost her damn mind. Yeah, he's he's so gorgeous but i am living because i got to tell him face to face how he is the biggest gay baiter i've ever met Wait, in my entire effing what's life a gay baiter all he does is post pictures of himself in underwear with a giant bulge and do does it turn me on absolutely would i get with him 1000 percent? i'd make him ashley parker devil and <laughs> but it's also annoying when there are hot straight guys who are playing into a gay audience when you know they're not going to go s a d or be my husband right so i we told him he makes me feel bad about myself. I, it oh, was like a, a therapy conversation session. starter. That's a way to make friends. Yeah. But then <laughs> he gave me his phone number. Joey, <laughs> look at you. With me. Huh. <laughs> so I know your friend may be interested, but if Ashley Parker Angel is still out there and listening, I am definitely interested. And <laughs> I'm telling um, you, my friend's yeah. way better. No oh. shade to Ashley yeah. Parker Angel. Yeah. But I would take my guy over okay. him any day. Of he's the week. so sweet. I should preface him saying he's so sweet. And listen, if I were Ashley Parker Angel and I had a ginormous dick and a great body, yeah, I would be posting thought pictures, thirst traps every day, being hashtag sponsored by whatever protein powder, creatine mix. But I I just really love how I was able to get that off my chest, yeah. which he complimented. Um, <laughs> say, I think you're the biggest gay baiter in the whole world. I feel like whenever I'm like out in New York City or not New York City, but like, let's say like the Hamptons. How about this? When New York City is warm, the way Vegas is, like I, if I wore pink jumpsuit out, I would not have had the confidence. I would have felt like I was being judged. And quite frankly, mm -hmm. I would have been being judged. And like, I just feel like a lot of times in New York, like I had an epiphany in Vegas and I was like, I love New York. I'm a New Yorker at heart. I really do. But like there, 
there's some mad, mad ass snobbery that goes on in New York City. Judgy, judgy McJudgerson. Same. I'm looking at you too, LA. LA and New York, mm-hmm. both places I have friends in, I love, I've lived. But it's like, there's something about it that I've, I think what it is, I've just never felt so unjudged mm-hmm. in my entire life as I did this last trip in Vegas. And because there was no judgment, I felt like I was able to feel like happy and that like came across like in yes. my attitude and and then that like helped build confidence and I just was like so living and the second we got back to our apartment in New Jersey I like became like a ball of anxiety like clicking oh and I, I'm like I, Taylor I broke out in hives <laughs> when I got back to my apartment same. which I also think maybe there's asbestos in my apartment that's my new thing but um I literally broke out in hives and had diarrhea because well, the anxiety Joey, you always have diarrhea true but that just shows you the environment <laughs> triggers it and i didn't have much diarrhea in vegas that's what Granted, i'm saying it's because so, i was very dehydrated and there was nothing a, in my body true so the question is do we move is, to vegas is vegas the happiest place on earth i don't know if it's the happiest but it's definitely it, it definitely climbed up the ranks for me. Too. Me too. It was not even a top 10. Me too. And I think now, I want to say it could be a strong eight or nine. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say, and, jo- and Joey's a traveler. If you I'm guys a don't traveler. Know, I've been to 30, Joey, like, 40 he, countries. Yeah. He like, he's worked in PR. He also like is in the food world and he's also big into travel. So for Joey to say a traveling spot is a top 10 is huge. For yeah. me, I only want to go to like, Miami. That's like the only place I want to yeah. go to because I hate traveling. Uh, where Tay and I go is like, aside from visiting family, which I feel like that doesn't count really, right? No. Um, I would say like, <laughs> I want to go to like the Caribbean. Yeah, um, totally. I want to go to Va- uh, to to Miami. I want to go out to like Los Angeles. I'll like hit up a Cabo. Like, I, but like, yeah, Europe's fine. But like, I'm not dying to fly that far. Um, but I would say like Vegas is like right there with Miami now for us. And it's yeah. a little bit further, but my God, I... Love, love I mean, Vegas. I need maybe one more trip before I give it my full That's stamp what of I'm thinking. That's what I've realized too. You just have to do it right and surround yourself with the right people. Yes. You we were lucky because we well, lucky. I was lucky we, in a lot of the time. Because Well, you are too. Like we, we got to partake in a lot of fun activities. We got some hookups. Yeah. Um, I did have a lot of things comped because I am writing about the trip. Right. But it, it really is the people you surround yourself with. Um, and it's people that will a rally, but then B won't judge you. If you're like deuces need this three hour power nap, right? I'll meet you out later. You just got to do Vegas at your own speed. If you try to overdo it nine times out of 10, you're going to end up disappointed. If you go at your own pace, drink your water, do your meth at the flamingo. You're going to have a good time. Honestly, justice for Vegas and justice for meth heads, right? Look That's at me. Light and love, honey. Light and fucking love. I am a new woman. Literally light. Wait, do you shoot up meth or do you smoke it? I don't know. Is it and a needle thing? Clear, I didn't see anybody doing drugs. They just felt methy. You know what I mean. Yeah. Is meth though a needle? I saw a needle the other day in New York and I was like, cool. Is now meth, meth, be, problem meth now? can be up your nose. Meth can be a needle and meth can be free-based. And I know this oh. because I... And a sommelier of, of intervention. <laughs> intervention, the, te- the television show. Yes. So that is why I know. Everyone thinks that I must have done like every drug. Um, no, I just love intervention. Anyway. Uh, uh, Joey, this is a fun recap. I want to go this, back. Let's go. Well, 
I also think the next rule is you and I are not allowed to go to Vegas unless we're there together at the same I agree. time. I it agree. So much fun. So much fun. And also, like, I do have to say, too, there's something to be said for being with people who are cool and will rally with you mm-hmm. and, like, and like are all down to party. But you're right. The special sauce is then those people also being like, oh, my God, don't worry. We're going to be yeah. in bed all day today, too. That's like, oh, that's like the best because I am controlled by guilt. It is just, you know, I'm so susceptible. So if I get guilted, like, it will immediately, like, trigger me. And, like, Lindsay was, like, so cool. She was, like, oh, my God. She was, like, honestly, I don't like to commit to any plans until four hours out because that's Vegas, baby. She's, like, like she's like we'll have tickets to something and we'll end up sitting at the tables and just blowing off dinner and blowing off the show. So she's, like, "Uh uh-uh, don't worry. Like, you guys do you. And then... You were so chill about that. I was like worried about the pool party. I was like, oh God, he's going to give a shit. And no, you, could, you could not have you been cooler. Do you. And we laid in bed and we watched the best movie ever. It's called Bones. It's a new um, M. Night Shyamalan movie. Woo! It's oh, good. Oh God. Highly recommend. For a whopping $30 in the room. Such a fucking rip. I don't want to watch Bones. I'd rather be boning if I'm going to ditch a pool party. But good on you, girls. <laughs> yeah, we didn't bone. We watched Bone and we ordered no, a room I be feeling some bones. I was naked, <laughs> but hey, there you go. I was too tired. One step up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's our Vegas review. We give it two thumbs up each, we right? Do. Yeah. yeah, crazy. So, anyway, what is going on in this post pandemic world? How much we've changed? What's up is well, down. What's down is up. Uh, continuous pandemic. Yes, yes, but things but have shifted. Things shifted. have changed. Yeah. I am a new person. So is Joey. You guys, um, that's it for us this week. Joey, thank you so much for joining me. I adore you. I adore you. Oh, adore you. Can't wait to do this again. Um, Every, well, and by I'll... this, I mean podcast. I mean Vegas. I mean life. I mean putting on your pink jumpsuit. Yes, honey. All of that. Okay. Well, uh, you guys, make sure to follow Joey at Joey Skladani on Instagram. Skladani is S-K-L-A-D-A-N-Y. Woo! I almost was offended. Yes, that's it's hard. It. <laughs> Joey, J-O-E-Y. And, um, and then also, Joey has a book that he wrote called I, Basic... Basic... And it's a fabulous cookbook and he is so adorable and he is in like, he has so many good cameos in his book and the (laughs) recipes are phenomenal. He's adorable. He's funny. He's a great cook. Support him. Go get his book. Is there anything else I need to promote? Um, other than just sending all my information to your friend, um, yes, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then also, guys, you can check out Joey. He's on the Taylor Strecker show on Thursdays, so you can check him out there. Um, yeah. But we decided to hop, skip, and skadoodle over here so that everybody could get a little taste of Joey, a taste of Taylor, oh, and a taste yes. of our Vegas adventures. You guys, that's it for us this week. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It means everything to me. You have no idea. Um, you know, it really, it means a lot. So please, please spread the love and spread the words. Uh, and yeah, we'll be back next week with another great one. Until then, bye, girl, bye. 